0: The Plant-Powered Show Pop-Up Podcast is brought to you by Latitude Apart Hotel and the City of Cape Town. Welcome to the Plant-Powered Show Pop-Up Podcast, the ultimate destination for those seeking advice on plant-based products and hoping to reduce their environmental footprint while still enjoying a vibrant and fulfilling life. My name is Sean Lewitz. Welcome back. And I'm joined in our fresco open-air theater at the Plant-Powered Show by Damien Jardim Is it Jardim? Did I get that right? Jardim Jardim Alright I tried to put a French flair on there maybe (laughs) I don't know where that comes from Welcome I'm European Welcome to the Power Up Studio It's good to have you here Damien Thank you Thank you Thank you for having me Uh, Now Damien I'm told that you're Classically trained French chef Are you classically trained In French style Or are you a French chef That's classically trained Classically trained In French style Okay All right. We got that What was important to you About the classical training? It was interesting. So
1: I think for me, I've always had a passion in, with food. And I've always, from a young age, I've always really wanted to... I've always enjoyed food. And having gone to Europe, um, where it kind of birthed my culinary like, love and my passion for it all, I I really decided that's what I wanted to do. And when I started, I thought, okay, that's the route I had to go. I had to study in order to get somewhere. Um, and having done the training, I think the value and the importance that I found from it, it's really just so much wisdom and knowledge within the foundations of it that you can then expand from that has really benefited me um in terms of the the french training and everything Mm. um so yeah i think for me really just having that as a backing and a stepping stone and as a foundation with key techniques key um flavor combinations and just understanding flavors and understanding what you can do with food and how to develop flavor I think that's a big thing that I got From, French, from the French training technique Was really building flavor And building on flavor With very minimal additives In terms of like spices
0: And really just allowing the ingredient to Pull its essence of its flavor out of it I'm glad you make that point Because when I think of French style cooking I think of, I mean, amongst other things Hors d'oeuvres and entrees and mother sauces But I also think of like rich, decadent food so I'm thinking of butters and cream and things like that. And I might be very wrong. I'm happy to be incorrect. But how then does that marry with sort of a plant-based approach, a more holistic, um, yeah, plant-based cooking? How does, that, how does that tie in? I would say, so I would say, yes, you still,
1: you, you fall away from the butters and stuff and the rich fats, I would say, when you tie it into, flavor, uh, into um, plant-based cooking. But what I do is understanding your veggies and how to prepare the veggies and the vegetables and your plant-based ingredients in order to develop the flavor. So something as simple as making a stew, and not just or soup, and not just simply throwing everything into a pot and adding water and cooking it, but building the flavor by caramelizing the onion first, bringing out that richness, bringing out the flavor of the onion, caramelizing your garlic, um, really building it, like kind of layering the flavors as you go along, then adding your spices at a specific time. Allowing you to kind of really build the base of flavor and still get that richness th- through in terms of flavor, but not necessarily heaviness in terms of
0: fats and oils and cream and all of that. Okay, okay, yeah. So that richness, that heaviness that we're talking about, about all of those, but you're still building those base flavors. I often say the the starter pack to, mm, what are we cooking? he garlic got like an onion, right? There's that smell that comes through and somebody goes, hmm, something smells so good. Right. It's just the garlic and onion. Okay. We've just started. We're still building the base. I know you're preparing a variety of things here at the show while you're here. Uh, can you talk me through, you know, what it is that you're making and what the inspirations were for, for one of those particular dishes? So, uh, very interesting.
1: I was given, um, when I got, when I got the opportunity to cook at the show, I got asked to present three dishes and I presented, they also gave me a sponsor. That I was going to sponsor the den being olives and SA Olive and the moment I thought it Olive I immediately just went Mediterranean okay. I thought whatever I need to do I need to do Mediterranean flavor I just find it easier to incorporate olive in that way um, but being who I am I love playing with food and playing with flavor and I don't like doing the same old boring thing so I thought let me try fusions so I took an Asian classic style broth that one would usually do and infused it in more Mediterranean using Mediterranean spices Mediterranean ingredients using things more like basil, herbs, um, having more of a herbaceous than a umami broth that you'd usually have in an Asian kind of thing, and then introducing your toppings of olive and sun-dried tomato rather than having your tofu, soy sauce, um, all that kind of stuff. And even though I did still have tofu in the broth, I decided let me rather marinate the tofu with more Mediterranean spices rather than soaking it in soy sauce and like uh, it's a... Tahini and that kind of thing, but rather doing it simple, clean, neutral, um, olive oil, a bit of her, 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 um, Mediterranean herbs and spices, and then allowing it to marinate in that. And then the same went for the tacos. Like, I felt the exact same way about the tacos, like something very Mexican. Yes. I let me play and make it more European and more Mediterranean by, again, bringing in an olive salsa instead of having your normal salsa, spicy salsa, chili salsa, and doing a brinjal like more like a brinjal kind of um, melanzani kind of thing tomato brinjal vibe that is more italian mediterranean than what you would have your your chili or your refried beans or that kind of thing so
0: really playing with the mediterranean so it's fascinating to listen to how you've developed your recipes and it's something that is always intriguing for me do you start with a key ingredient or do you start with, I have a flavor profile in my head and I'd like to build it around there. What is it for you when you come to to putting a meal together, to putting a recipe together?
1: I think it's, it's quite, it varies. It varies on the situation. Like in this case at Plum Powered, I was obviously given an ingredient. And then from there, I just kind of got inspired around that ingredient. But I would say day to day on my day to day life, I I'm quite intuitive. I like to say in terms of cooking, I don't like to follow a recipe or stick to an idea of a dish like a lasagna or something i like to really just create from a space of what do i have also allowing me to be more sustainable in what i'm creating um so it's very much just opening the fridge and breaking free from boxes like breaking free from labels and having to make something specific and kind of just being like this is what i have let's play it. let's be creative make come up with weird flavors weird things combinations that you wouldn't really like get so If it be a bowl of potatoes that is like Flavored really well with some broccoli And like odds and ends that you wouldn't really Usually or the ideal person Wouldn't really put together as a meal Um, Or I would say Your everyday person would like Want to have like Typical person in South Africa would want Meat, potatoes And a staple or like a rice Flaced ice and Uh, (laughs) percent. But I think really just Breaking free from that and showing that food can be a lot more than that you don't have to to kind of stabilize it that way like a protein a staple a grain but also just listen to your body I think that's a big thing for me is when I get into that intuitive space of mindfulness in the kitchen really just being present and being able to tune into my body and listen to what is it my body's needing right now with what I have and creating from that space I think
0: that is really a movement I am trying to encourage. How do we then as individuals that haven't been classically trained like you have, and have the knowledge. But maybe there's something that I can do to incorporate my senses a little bit more when I am in the cushion, in the kitchen. How would you encourage me to e- evoke that? Maybe
1: interesting. It's really something I've only I've always done it intuitively, naturally. Um, but it's really something over the past few weeks that I would say I've really kind of started looking into how can we get people more in tune with it. And I noticed from myself something as simple as doing a bit of movement. Before stepping into the kitchen Okay Really whether it be yoga Whether it be just putting on a song and dancing Whether it be anything just to get you into your body And physically just be present in your body And feeling what it is It's interesting from a space How your food that you cook after being in that experience And having having opened your body up to that How what you can come up with is very different Like my creativity without the dancing Or without the yoga Or without the mindful movement Versus with the mindful movement Is unbelievable Like I feel like Prior And like I work So I cook all day I get home Funny enough I think most chefs can relate You get home And you like The last thing you want to do Is cook for yourself And it's amazing How if I just Take the time To do an hour Of some sort of movement A routine Hour 20 minutes Whatever it may take Something quick Just to get back Into my body How I'm all of a sudden Motivated and inspired With this creativity Just to get in there And start making something Mm. Um, but I think a big thing for a person that's not classically trained is just to step away from the boxes like take chances like Mm. play around there's no other way that
0: you're gonna know unless you try and the last thing I thought maybe we can we could tackle here is is healing foods. I think for the longest time I've heard talk people talk about um, things like hypertension and and obviously diabetes, which can come in in very shape various shapes and forms into one's life. But we seldom think about what we're putting into our bodies and the. And the the product that we're getting out. I mean, as kids, we were told, you know, if you're going to sit in front of the TV, you're going to get square eyes or, you know, carrots are going to improve your vision. And those are the things we've kind of walked away with. But it really is true what you are, what you eat. So your health really does depend on the quality of goods that you're putting into your body. You know, like what the machine, how the machine is going to work. So in terms of healing foods. Is it the type of thing that we can just find on the shelf that we're just thinking a little bit more holistically about how we prepare it and we eat it? Or are there other foods that we should maybe be adding to our diet that we're not necessarily considering uh, because they're not in a a supermarket shelf, for argument's sake?
1: I would say it's a bit of both, honestly. Um, I definitely think there is uh, foods one could add, like superfoods and all of that kind of stuff, which, yes, you can get on the shelf. um, But I think... What it comes back to in terms for me when it refers to healing with food is really understanding that there's so much you can follow. There's so many trends, there's so much saying, but what I, my issue with that is we're all different. Mm. Everybody reacts differently, everybody's body is uniquely designed to them, and what works for one person might not work for another. So therefore, following that trend of everyone needs to stay away from the fats, everyone needs to just go on a fruit diet, everyone needs to go on a raw diet in order to heal or whatever it is it's, it's not going to work for everybody so when it comes to healing it's really for me the importance or the big factor of it is yes one knowing where you're sourcing your ingredients from, knowing where it's coming from um, the cleanliness of it in terms of what's actually put on it and what are we actually putting into our system because especially within the agricultural area there's like a lot of pesticides and stuff that harm the body a lot more than we're actually aware of um, And then our soil, I think that is a big one. Like I feel like we can go into the shops and say, I'm eating the best, I'm eating plant-based and I'm eating veggies rich, but that veggie that you're having, is it nutritionally dense? What soil is it growing in? Like, I feel one thing I've thought about and pondered about quite a bit is if I were to take an avocado, for example, from the shops today versus an avocado from when my grandparents stayed on a farm living organically, the nutritional density of the products are going to be completely different and that's simply because of the soil that we're growing our stuff in and I think that is just one reason why to be mi- one reason more to be mindful as to why and where you're getting your stuff from and then secondly I would say it's really taking the time just to tune into your body and finding that way of what is it that your body needs and how can you best support your body in that way through food because um, everybody's different some person I can say this works for me, but might not work for you because your body has its own way and its own unique way. There's there's the body's way and then it's finding your way. 100%.
0: Yeah, I I very much like that message that you're leaving there because you're quite right in terms of the magazines or the articles. Very general, doesn't necessarily apply to every body because each body is different in the way it responds to the stimuli that's coming in so i'm glad you highlighted that thank you very much damien thank you yeah thank you so much for your time for popping into the studio it's been really great chatting to you and will include of the things that you've mentioned in the show notes as well um, the plant powered show brings together top local and international chefs celebrity cooks mixologists health and wellness experts as well as plant-based food drink and conscious living products and brands You can subscribe to the Plant-Powered Show pop-up podcast and join me each week as we delve a little bit deeper into the world of plant-based living. Follow us on Instagram or on Facebook at the Plant-Powered Show for the latest updates, mouth-watering recipes, and engaging content. The Plant-Powered Show pop-up podcast is brought to you by Latitude Apart Hotel and the City of Cape Town.